Well, we are in a series entitled Tough Times Don't Last. That's right. And um, we're going to dive right in. We're actually in the third week of this, um, but we want to dive right in for the sake of time and um, where we're going with this. In Proverbs 24, verse 10, it says, if you say that's me, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And and if you leave that verse up there for a moment, let's all look at it. Read it with me, if you will. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Now, the day of adversity represents troubles, pressure, uh, setbacks, concern, worry, whatever it would be, the, the tough times of life. And listen to me, church, those are a given. That goes with life. We should not be surprised that there are problems and situations Jesus taught us, John 16, 33, in the world, you will have tribulations, trials, frustration, and distress. You'll have those things. It rains on the just and on the unjust. We have, you know, things that happen in life. So that is a given, okay? That goes with it. Now, we want to avoid all that we can. Avoid all you can. Wisdom will help you with that. And endure what you have to. And grace will help you with that. But that's the given. But notice what happens here in that day of trouble, adversity, uh, that in that time, this individual, if we look at this, would faint, would cave in, so to speak. Why? Because their strength was small. So based on this verse, just look at it here. The real issue is not the day of adversity. The real issue is strength. Strength is the issue. Everybody say strength is the issue. Strength is the issue. That needs to be our focus. So many people are, are focused on their day of adversity. They're, they're focused on the tough times, the trouble. That's the wrong focus. The focus needs to be on monitoring, watching the strength that's on the inside. So strength is the issue. You can go ahead and let that down, Terry. Strength is the issue. The problem is not the issue. If you have enough strength, then it's no problem. Is your excitement meter already been pegged and y'all are just like, okay. If you have the strength, then it's not a problem. Let's go back to this again, trying to open a jar. And if you don't have the strength for that jar, you have a, you have a problem. If you have the strength, then no problem. Can you move this for me? If you have the strength, no problem. If you don't have the strength, then we've got a problem. So again, strength is the issue. The problem is not the issue. Now zero in on this. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength. Say say it like you actually believe it and mean it. Say the Lord is my strength. Let me read you some scripture here in Psalm 18, verse one and two. I will love you. O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. You need to start talking like this on Mondays and Tuesdays and so forth. My God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my strength, and, uh, is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? In Psalm 28, verse 6 and 7, blessed be the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices and with my song, I will praise him. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who what? 
who strengthens me, literally in the Greek, infuses inner strength into me. And then one of my favorite verses in the whole wide Bible, Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Can we read that one all together? The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength. And... He ministers that strength to us in a number of ways. And one of the ways that we've looked at that one size fits all on this is through his grace. And grace is not something that we achieve. Grace is something that we receive. We found in 2 Timothy 2.1 that what, where grace, uh, excuse me, what grace does is it strengthens you. And where it does it is on the inside. So it's the grace of God. It's undeserved favor. It's spiritual strength. That God will infuse into the inside. Everybody say inside. And that's where you need it. That's where you need it is on the inside. The pressures, the problems, those are on the outside. And if you don't have enough strength on the inside, that's when you faint, cave in. It's like you get crushed like a can if you don't have the goods on the inside. Then we also find in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9... Uh, The Lord himself spoke to the Apostle Paul and said, my grace is sufficient for you. Sufficient. Another word for sufficient. Come on, better. Enough. His grace is enough. So the Lord is our strength. He gives us this strength through his grace. It's undeserved. It strengthens us on the inside and it is enough for us. It is proportional. If you've got a lot of problems, you'll have a lot of grace. If this thing is lingering longer than I wanted it to, there'll be grace for the endurance. Amen. But this is what we have to know about this grace and about this strength. And please hear me on this. This is, and we've declared the Lord is my strength. This, friends, is why you need the Lord in your life. Because the Lord is our strength and the Lord gives us strength. And listen to me, it is only to be found in him. The strength we're talking about does not come from you going to the gym and working out. However, we do recommend that. This strength does not come because you eat Wonder Bread, drink Ovaltine, and take Flintstones chewable vitamins. I still have my kids on those so I can... Steal one. Just the smell of them is awesome. But it's not that kind of strength. You, can't, you cannot find this strength other place. You can't get this in the five-hour energy drink. You all with me? You can't get that in the new super venti size extra caffeine. You all with me? This is supernatural. This is spiritual. This is a tangible intangible that God Almighty gives you grace that you don't even deserve. And he puts it down on the inside of us. And that grace makes the difference. But it's supernatural. Hear that. It's a spiritual thing. It's something God does in us. This is why you've got to have the Lord in your life. And if the Lord is in your life, this is why you need to stay close to him. And how many of you know it's his grace that has gotten you through some stuff before? I mean, you know, he's put strength on the inside of you before. And when you're, when you're pulling a heavy load, stop thinking so much about the load. 
Think more about your grip. And the strength that God would give you, we'll get through this. We'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it through the grace of God. Amen. Now, all of that being true, and it is, and God gives us this grace and this strength. Think with me just for a moment here. God is faithful. He's our strength. He gives us this grace. This grace is enough. It strengthens us on the inside. Is it fair to assume then that grace and strength is always available? Come on. Is there ever a time that God said, wish I could help you? I can't today. No, we could assume that the grace and the strength is always available for us. Y'all with me? Here's the question then. Then why, just think about this, why then do we find ourselves weak sometimes? Why do we find ourselves, if God is so faithful and he gives us strength and it is enough, then why do we find ourselves sometimes feeling that the pressure on the outside is much greater than the strength that's on the inside? Why? Why is that? And, and let me give you a number of reasons this morning. We'll focus in on a couple. I think, first of all, because we leak. I think also we give it away. He gives us strength and we somehow diverted on other things it drains out of our life we short circuit it sometimes with some things and so i want us to look at this how many of you know that that there are some things that increase your strength and there's some things that decrease your strength now the main thing this morning is what i'm trying to draw your attention to is that you be alert that you be aware of the strength You've got to monitor this on the inside of you. And we'll, we'll talk about this as we go this morning. Do you remember in the Bible a gentleman named Samson? In the book of Judges. And Samson did incredible feats of strength and great exploits. And so much so, and listen to this, that people wanted to know what is the secret of his strength? What is the secret of his what? Of his strength. And... I think just the way, if you go back and read that in Judges, nowhere does it indicate that people saw Samson and said, dude, that guy is strong. Uh, I think if he had been this hulk of a man, just this guy, they wouldn't have been wondering what's the secret of your strength. I really think he probably looked more like Barney Fife. Like, do you see how, how did you do this? So much so that his girlfriend, what's her name? It's Ramona in the message Bible. But um, Delilah wanted to know what's the secret of your strength. And you know what? He got careless. Everybody said careless. He got careless. He didn't stay alert and he gave away not only the secret of his strength, he gave away his strength. And he ended up in ruin. And, you know, it's a lesson for us to pay close attention and to stay alert and to stay aware in our lives and to monitor that strength. Do you know what the secret of his strength was? Most people say it was his hair. No, it was all the things combined, but it was ultimately this. It was the spirit of the Lord would come upon him. The Lord was his strength. The Lord was his strength. And there were just a few things he was asked to do to cooperate with God. So that he could stay in sync with God for that strength to come upon him. 
but it was the power of God. We've got to be alert and aware so that we are not involving ourselves in doing things and thinking and speaking in ways uh, that, that cause us to bring decrease of that strength that he is so faithful to give us and then we lose it. Uh, let me illustrate with another one of the things that God gives us, peace. How many of you have been just overflowing with peace before and then lost it 45 seconds later? Come on. What? I can't believe. You know, and it just, it's gone. Right? And that's why we have to stay close so we can stay full. Now, don't give your strength away. Be aware, be alert so that we don't so easily allow our strength to be diverted, used on the wrong things, to be drained, or again, that we would somehow short circuit uh, the grace and strength God would give. Don't give your strength away because you're going to need it. In the book of Proverbs, let's look in uh, chapter 5, verse 3. It says, for the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. Now, this immoral woman, before you think we're preaching about harlots, uh, prostitutes or whatever. This immoral woman in the Hebrew, that actually means to turn aside, to turn aside. So she is symbolic and figurative of whatever catches your attention and pulls you aside off the path that you should be on. And you know what those things might would be for you and you, and, and, and you need to be alert and aware of those things because watch what happens here. We're not going to read it all, but a digression takes place. A young man in this, in this story, so to speak, uh, this is what pulls him away. And we read on in verse 8 and it says, remove your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. I've taught a principle for years, which is this. The long way is better than the, than the wrong way. The long way is better than the wrong way. Hey, if that dog over there might bite you, let's stay away from the dog. Okay, so if that might take my strength away, my joy away, my name away, my anything else away, then I need to stay away. In verse 9, it says this, Lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one, lest aliens be filled with your wealth. And the word wealth there in the Hebrews is not wealth at all, it's strength. Lest others be filled with your strength and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And so what, what this means is, if, you, if you're not careful, alert, and aware of what things would take away your strength and substance then you're going to give it all away. Your strength, your honor, your wealth, all that you've worked for, and you can end up in ruin. There are a number of things that, that ways that we give away strength. Sin is one of them. How many of you have ever known anybody that sinned? Okay. Uh, disobedience. You say, well, isn't that sin? It's a, kind of another class. Uh, wrong decisions. How many of you know that can take away your strength? Why did I decide that? Wrong directions. How about this? People. How many of you know that people can either increase or decrease your strength? Can I tell you the greatest invention in the last two decades? You ready? Caller ID. Because there's four kinds of people. Adders. Subtractors. Multipliers and dividers. We've got a special feature on our phone that one of these shows up. Teasing. 
How many of you know there's some people that add to your life, though? Some people multiply. And there are other people that's like... Don't look at them. But people, companions, we've got to be careful of this. But I want to spend just a few moments this morning on a very important one that impacts all of this. And it is this, the cares of life. The cares of life. You carrying the cares. Does God give strength? One of the ways that we actually can divert that strength, lose some of that strength, is by carrying cares. And we all have them. And I could list them. I could, I could walk around with a microphone and get you the list. What are, your, what are your cares? What are those cares of life that are weighing on you? You know what I'm talking about. It's a burden. It's weighing on you. It, it goes with you to take a shower. It lays down with you. It's there when you eat. It's, you're supposed to be having a happy whatever. And it's, it's still there. It's those cares. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's fear of something. It's some uncertainty. It's something relational. It's something going on in your body. Whatever it would be. We could, the list goes on and on and on. But these cares. Now listen, you still have responsibility. And God will give you steps and action and wisdom. He'll help you through those things. But we are not equipped to carry the care of it. How many of you would admit we're not equipped to carry the care of it? You're not. How many of you had a friend before, your spouse or whatever, and you can tell they're under it? They're under it. I mean, their eyes are bugging out. They're breathing weird. They're, they're snapping at you. The color has changed and keeps changing. And that's because they're carrying cares that we are not equipped to handle. And they weigh us down, they take our strength, they choke our faith. Listen, it would just be cheaper and easier to just dump the care rather than to haul it or ship it. And so we've got to learn what do we do with this. We are just not equipped to do it. It's kind of like, kind of like this car. Let me show you this car here. Now, I call it a smart car. Don't worry, I already offended a couple people in earlier services with this thing. Honestly, I'd rather have a strong car. Okay? And I I know some people say, well, I get 111,000 miles to the gallon. (laughs) Yeah, but if a ball rolls out in the street, you're going to go bouncing. (laughs) Just, Just my thoughts. And while you're on your side with your wheel spinning, you're still getting good mileage, though. So that's, that's good. But hey, I, I'm playing, sort of. Uh, but but if, you take, if you take this little car, guess what? That's kind of like us. That's kind of us. We're cute. We think we're efficient. But we're very vulnerable. We don't have the strength we need. And if, and if you said, I need you to just back your little car up over here and hook up to this big trailer. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to have the strength. You're going to be overheating. Smoke's going to be coming in through your radio. And you're trying. And, and nothing. Am I right? Why? It is not equipped for that. It has its purpose, and God bless you if you got one. Be, be safe. But, um, sorry. Uh, but, but if that says it's just not equipped, it just does not have the strength. And we are like that. So let's go on. Go ahead and get the 
car down. Um, and really, my goal is not hurt anybody's feelings. It's to make a, make a point. And I hope you got that. Um, <clears throat> never mind. I'll keep going. So what do we do? What do we do with these cares? Let's find out what the scripture says to do real quick. Just a couple more minutes here this morning. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 and 8, it says casting. Oh, there we go. Casting the whole of your care. Read with me here this next part. All your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns. Get this part. Once and for all, where? On him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and to devour. The word devour there in the Greek means to gulp down entire. The devil is looking for lunch. He's looking for lunch. And I'm going to tell you who he's going to eat. The weak. The wounded. And the wandering. Have you ever watched some of these shows on National Geographic and Discovery Channel and stuff? And the lion is lurking in the weeds. And he's watching the little herd, I guess they're a herd of antelope. And they're grazing on the Getty. Is that what it's called? Serengeti. Big deal. Um, It's close. And then a Yeti. All right. Okay. But anyway, he's watching all those. And he is not thinking for a moment, I'm going to eat the whole herd. He's saying, I'm going after them. And I will have lunch. And as he begins, they alert and they start to run. And as they run, they run together. And as they're running, he's looking for one to fall behind who is weak. Or fall behind who is wounded, injured somehow. Or to get one separated from the pack. So listen to me, listen to me. This is one of the reasons why you need to get yourself in a community of faith. You need to get planted in a church. You need to get to church. You need to stay to church so you don't end up being devil's lunch. Amen. Because you get isolated by yourself, it's, it's lunchtime and not yours. You're the feature entree. And what he's after is the weak, the wounded, and those that get isolated by themselves. How do you get into that situation? Because you did not cast your cares as part of the reason psalm 55 22 says cast your burden on the lord releasing everybody say releasing releasing the weight of it and he will sustain you you release the weight of it he will sustain you he will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved made to slip fall or fail this is what we have to do church we have to cast our cares everybody say cast your cares we've got to cast our cares We've got to fling them, throw them away. There's some violence and force that goes with this that you've got to get it off you. If a big hairy spider suddenly dropped on the back of your neck, what would you do? I wonder what kind it is. (laughs) You'd be doing whatever it took to get that thing off of you, would you not? What do we do with our cares? You've got to cast them. Let me help you out on this. Just Y'all wait right there. This yellow ball represents your care. And this is the way some of you, hold on, because this is a big word study for us right here. Uh, This is the way some of you 
cast your cares. Y'all look out over there. Whoa, lady. And there, I casted my cares. And then you watch the news for a little bit. Hold on. Watch the news for a little bit. Then you talk to your neighbor some. And then the devil talks to you. And then you're thinking about some stuff. This is a big one. Before you know it, somebody's been messing with my pole here. See, that's why you got to cast these things right. Before you know it, it's right back there. And then you come to service like this. I know. Y'all look out over there. And I'm... Cast your cares. Hey, hey, if you're visiting with us, what'd y'all do at church today? And before you know it, you're just kind of, I know, and then you go on WebMD. Watch the news and do all that. And then finally, hey, listen to me. We're laughing about this, but some of y'all been casting the same stupid little yellow ball for three decades. Now you still have the responsibility, but you need to cast the care of this. And this is not casting. That's fishing. This is casting. So what you do, these are your cares. Now watch my form because it's excellent. You cast. You have to release. You have to let go. You have to say... And I get vocally involved when I'm casting cares. It's like, Lord, I release this. I cast this. Pay attention. (laughs) I just picked off a runner at third. Hey, hey, I'll do, I'll do goofy stuff. So you get this point. Don't, don't keep bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Cast all your cares, all your anxieties, all your concerns, release it, the weight of it once and for all over onto the Lord. Amen. Because if you don't, if you don't stay alert and aware where is the strength of God? Where is God? God, God pours in his grace and we, we're using it up on all the other stuff. You still have responsibility. God will give you wisdom. God will give you action. God will give you help. God will provide. But you and I are not equipped to carry the cares of this. If you faint in the day of adversity, a lot of times because you're carrying the day of adversity. And let's make sure that our strength, which comes from the Lord, the Lord is our strength. It's a supernatural thing. Let's make sure we're not draining, short-circuiting, diverting that to all these other things. Cast your burdens on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never permit the consistently righteous to be moved, shaken, fall, or fail. Did you get anything at all out of this today? Thank you, Lord.